0: Inbox.com, and today, we are going to be checking out a few uh, personal finance posts. So, on this one, I'm 16 years old, making two to three thousand dollars per month, and want to know next step. As title says, I'm 16 years old and I'm about to be in a market for a car. I make 16 dollars an hour and work around 20 hours during a regular school week. So, in a month, I bring about One thousand dollars. Now, okay. So I also do car detailing and other side jobs on the side that bring another one to two thousand dollars per month. Okay, so that basically explains that two to three k per month. I currently drive a 2015 Dodge Charger SXT with 117 thousand miles. That was gifted to me by my parents but still owe $6,000 on. I want to pay the car off by the end of December. My question is, what should I do once I have my car paid off? Huh. Why is it not loading the rest of the thing? I have. I will have no financial responsibilities besides basic car maintenance. I really want to buy a new car instead of the one I currently have, but want to know what the correct next step should be. So, if I was this individual at this age in their situation, what I would do is keep the car, number one, pay off the car, because then I am completely debt-free and I have excess cash coming in. I would for sure not sell that car for many reasons, Because, like, I even talked about this in, like, a different video. That, like, if I were to buy, like, a newer car, I'd probably buy, technically, an older Dodge Challenger or Charger. Challenger, basically. Because the cars, okay, I mean, they technically, like, he's driving like a Charger, right? But, like, what he could... the, The interesting thing about the Chargers and the Challengers, I mean, they basically look similar to brand new versions so like not many people will really know the difference you're still probably having fun with your car so like I'll just keep the car drive it into the like the ground till it's like literally not worth it to fix it anymore which it still definitely is worth it to fix it and then I would basically use this excess cash to create an emergency fund of like three to six months of expenses, which really wouldn't be that much because you're still 16 years old. So honestly, I'd probably only have like three months of expenses, which would basically be nothing for you as 16. So probably just like the average amount of expenses that you have per month, like what you go like spend to go out, feed yourself, etc. If you want to go feed yourself. Again, you're sixteen, it's kind of weird. But yeah, keep the emergency fund at three months, and then I would probably start stockpiling a lot of cash. I wouldn't even be like trying to invest the money. I'd be trying to stockpile cash to basically fund me getting into some sort of trade or into some sort of schooling, right? So that my income can dramatically increase like very rapidly and I don't have to go into debt to try to increase my income. Because the thing is, this is kind of like the perfect age to be able to go like hog wild into something specific that you really want to do and like to start going down that career path, right? Because if this 16-year-old is able to find something that he really wants to do like as a career, let's say that they want to be like a mechanic or they want to be like a, a fabricator for like some sort of, you know, car detailing place or like custom shop, like he might be making like a couple grand per month now and then it starts escalating more and more and more. For example... Like, I think uh, diesel mechanics can easily pull in, like, $100,000 a year. And, like, it'd be nice to have something, like, one income source that just pays you a really good amount of money that you like to do, that you want to get better at doing, right? Who knows? Maybe he likes cars so much that maybe he goes into being, like, a car salesman, Like. I mean, like, just think of, like, different ways, like, different paths that you could take and just try to find something that you can maybe turn into a career because, like, you're at this point where, like, you either will want to go to school, you will either want to go into a trade, or you just want to start working and making money right now. So you got to find the path that you want to take and just go down that path, just Walk down it. You don't gotta run down it. You can just take your time going down it. Start slowly making more and more and more money, and just keep on making more money. Like for example, like I heard this uh, video where this guy who sold an insurance company, where he had like an exit of like multiple nine figures. He basically explained it like this: like you could end up choosing a certain career path where the time that you invest into that career or into that path that you take can compound like insanely, right? So for example, let's say that you want to be like a teacher. Like there's not really a lot of scalability or compounding in terms of like income potential going down the teacher route unless you become like a tenured professor at like a college, right? But let's say that you're in like insurance sales. Right, that thing compounds constantly, especially if you keep on working on it to the point where maybe in the beginning you don't really make anything. Next year, you might make a little bit more. Next year, you might make like a livable income. Five years from that, you're now at like 60, 90,000. Five years from that, maybe you're at 150, 200. Five years, 10 years from that, maybe you're at like half a million. Like, and it just keeps on scaling and scaling. Now, of course, that's not, like, for everyone. But you want to maybe try to find something that, like, it starts to scale up the longer you invest time and energy in getting into, like, getting better in that field, right? So that's just, like, my way of viewing it. It's, like, if I was 16 years old and I was in this position, I would get debt-free, put a small amount of money into like an emergency fund and then start stockpiling cash to try to find some sort of career path that I want to take, right? And again, it doesn't have to start from like you just trying to make money right now because you're already making money. You could just be going down the trade route, you know, doing like plumbing, electrician um welding or you could maybe go towards like oh maybe i want to go work in the oil field maybe i want to go to school and maybe be like some sort of whatever you want to be there maybe like a lawyer or something i mean there's like there's like ambulance chaser lawyers make crazy amounts of money i heard a story about this one ambulance chaser lawyer you know it's like one of the ones that like basically have like the little like um the little ad on the highways or whatever, whatever you call that stupid sign, that like this one guy in like a certain area makes like $2 million a year because like what he does is like does like, um, he doesn't get paid, I think, in terms of like a straight up, like you know, like, like a fee, like 10 or 20,000 or something like that, like a lot of people do. He basically takes like 30 40% of the payout of insurance so if you get like a really high high potential like payout case you could be making crazy amounts of money by just taking a couple cases per year so that's something to think about too you know there's even like scalability within certain fields so it's just something that I would go about doing if I was in this position but it's not for everyone this is what other people say about this Let's see, this person says, once you have the car paid off, you keep it, you don't buy a new one until and unless this one stops getting you from A to B safely, or somehow costs more to maintain than a new car payment, you don't need to consider another vehicle until you increase your earning potential, agreed, you increase your earning potential, be that by getting another job, working your way up the ladder where you're at, or finishing college or trade school and then getting a stable job. It's not the fun thing to hear, I know, but it is the smart call. Get it paid off and keep stacking and saving as much as you can. Don't go to college until you're very certain on a career path. Don't accumulate debt for a degree that won't pan out essentially. I see you're interested in trades and that is good. Don't feel pressure to go to college right away. Work in the workforce for a while and get a taste of it yourself and what you envision yourself doing one day. Work experience and shadowing can help that. Stay debt-free and save. If you decide to go to school, tech schools are great for the pocket. Sure, you might miss out on experiences, but your future self may thank you a lot for that. Let's see. So, yeah, I don't really care. This is the original poster. Uh, Yeah, I don't really care for much experiences when I could be doing something that's more long-term. I'm just wondering on what to do with the money I'll be having post-December. Yeah, again, like, dude, if I was you, I would just stockpile cash after getting the car paid off so that I could fund whatever path I want to go down. Let's see. See, thank you so much for the suggestions. I'm currently on my iPad with my father about opening Roth IRA, as I haven't heard much of them before. The thing is, a Roth IRA is good, but the reality is, is that the biggest thing that this person can do is getting out of debt, staying out of debt, and highly increasing their income potential. Let's see. I've also given up Hope for a new car, as that is what everyone who has commented has suggested. (laughs) Hey, props to you, man. For, like, realizing that, like, you buying a brand new car after just paying off this car is not a good idea. College, I would try to talk to school counselors about getting started. Props to you. Yeah, it seems like the guy has, like, a pretty good head on his shoulders as to, like... Being able to take suggestions and advice, I think that's pretty awesome. But yeah, if you're in a similar situation or if you know someone who's in a similar situation, try to get them to like go debt-free, save some money in the bank. Don't really like focus too much about investing at that point because the reality is like a few grand a year isn't really going to be like life changing. Now technically compound interest etc. yeah, it could be really really nice in terms of like just having that money reinvest itself forever. Right? So by the time that you're retirement age, you could have like a, a few hundred grand if not millions of dollars depending on how much money you put towards that. All good. But the thing is, if this person like plays it right, and they're able to maybe get like a starting job or starting career where they are making like 30, 40, 50, 60K their very first year and maybe they're only like 18 at that point, that's pretty awesome, right? Let's say that they're like 19 years old, right? They have like a year into like some sort of trade because apparently they have an interest in trades and they're at like maybe $70,000, 75000 a year because they're also probably part of like a union, potentially. So like the person could end up be making like really good money at an extremely young age, no debt from college, and like being able to buy their own home before they even turn like 23. Like that is such an amazing thing. Like this person, if they play it right, could be just sitting financially healthy and secure at a very early age. I mean, imagine being like your low 20s with like a car that you own outright, a house that is probably almost paid off, and you basically have money just constantly going towards your retirement when you're in your low 20s. That would be like an amazing thing because if he were to stay on that track, he could basically be like 30, like maybe mid 30s, paid off house, paid off car, probably have a few hundred thousand dollars in his retirement accounts as well. Getting very close to basically being a net worth millionaire. Like, that's awesome. So, that's the way that I would go about doing it.